Good afternoon from the Canberra Newsroom. I'm Jessica Cordwell with your latest update. A man in his 70s has passed away with COVID-19 in the ACT overnight. It comes as the Territory records 1,074 new cases today, while there's 56 people with the virus in our hospitals, including one in ICU on breathing support. No gotcha moments on the campaign trail today, but some tough questions for the main leaders. Scott Morrison has been asked where the National Integrity Commission he promised is. We put forward our proposal in detailed legislation and it has not been supported by the Labor Party. While Anthony Albanese has been asked for his response to a focus group that's declared he's dull, disinterested and uninspiring. I am who I am. I will be getting about uh, being me, putting forward my propositions. I think what people are interested in is who has a plan for Australia's future. I have a plan for the future. In terms of policies, the Coalition is promising more than $220 million for more forestry projects to shore up on our timber supplies. While Labor says one of its 50 urgent care clinics would be in Cessnock in the New South Wales Hunter region. The National Folk Festival makes a return to Canberra this afternoon for the first time in three years. Thousands of festival goers are expected to file into Epic for the event over the next four days. Fertility control will now be added to the Territory's program to manage local kangaroo populations following successful trials. The non-lethal program will render female roos infertile for up to five years. Environment Minister Rebecca Vassarotti says the new program will help to reduce reliance on other strategies, such as shooting coals. But what we are really focused on is ensuring that we are a leading jurisdiction in terms of the humane management of kangaroo populations. That's why we've been really keen to look at some of these different models and we've been trialling this fertility treatment for some time. Russia is reporting it's taking control of the Ukrainian port city of Mariupol. Moscow claims 1,000 Ukrainian troops have waved the white flag, but Ukraine says the fighting there is continuing. Airports across the country are experiencing their busiest day in two years amid staff shortages. Another day of long queues and delays are being reported, while 82,000 passengers are processed through Sydney Airport alone. Prime Minister Scott Morrison says there was bound to be some issues as travel returns to a new COVID normal. As the country comes back up again, as it revives our tourist industry, our travel industry, yeah, there's going to be some congestion issues along the way. There's going to be um, some setbacks as the staff come back in, the systems build up again. While after more than two years, Australia's ban on cruise ships will be lifted this Easter Sunday. P&O's Pacific Explorer will be the first to return, cruising into Sydney on Monday. However, Jill Abel from the Australian Cruise Association says it won't be heading off on any ventures until May, with other liners to start trickling in over the coming months. We will see a slow, um, a gradual increase of ships over the next three or four months, building to what's our normal traditional cruise season, which is kind of October through to uh, the following April. The Pacific Minister has respectfully asked the Solomon Islands PM to reconsider signing a military deal with China. The US and New Zealand have also weighed in. America has warned that China could become the owner and minder of the Pacific nation. And the bear made famous for breaking into an Italian bakery and eating biscuits has returned. After being relocated three weeks ago for that incident, Juan has walked 150 k's back to the same town, spotted at a train station. And that's the latest in news. I'll have another update for you later this afternoon.